Welcome to the Fencing Update. News, tips, and opinions on the Olympic sport of fencing. For fencers, by fencers. With Danny and Josh, we are two fencers from the Desert Fencing Academy. Together we have a combined 28 years of fencing experience. This episode was recorded live at Victor Valley High School. So Sam, you have a lot of new stuff coming up with uh, HOM Fencing Supply. Uh, could you tell us a bit about uh, the new products that you have? Sure. Um, the first thing that came out was my gloves, uh, the Armor 1, now the Armor 2. The pertinent points are um, the closure flap is a lot bigger, about 5 centimeters wider on the Armor 1 and 2, so you can actually close the thing over a big bulk jacket sleeve over a big arm. It's important because if you can't close it properly, you have a big hole for a blade to go into, so it's a safety matter. Um, also, there's a flare of foam padding from the first knuckle all the way back to the back of the cuff, a double layer in the back of the hand, so if you get hit, you won't get much impact injury. The Armor 1 is no longer being produced because the Armor 2 padding is actually better. It's a little more flexible. Okay. Um, we're working on a Sabre Combo Glove. My maker just got the, uh, the mock-up, and I'm hoping when I get my new supply in in November, he'll have the, the, the uh, version of the Sabre Glove ready to go and I can start shipping that out as well. Uh, other items have the gloves. <coughs> Still working on the body cords. Uh, the cords are pretty much prototyped out. There was minor changes to the, to the plastic block. Uh, we were working on designing the, the rubber covers over them. And uh, it's really a matter of getting the money to get them manufactured. What a lot of people don't realize on, on injection form plastic parts, the mold is hideously expensive. In the U.S., a mold might cost 6000 bucks. Even in China, it might cost 1500 which is cheaper, but uh, now i got to find something to make it reliably, make it to my specifications, not change anything, get the other parts made, and then put it all together. The core is a proven technology. It's a matter of getting the money to do it. So we also hear, Sam, that you may be coming out with a new mask. What are some of the improvements that you've done with your new mask? Okay, the, the mask issues, um, some of the masks that are out there that are not FIA masks, the face of the mask is really flat. The rules specify for FIA-level masks that the face of the mask must have an angle less than 130 degrees, so a blade will skitter off. Okay. Uh, so I made my mask, even though it's not FIE, less than, it's like 126 degrees on the, on the face. Uh, that neck roll that is inside the bib that is on there on FWF masks, on Omen masks, on JL masks, that drives people crazy is not there. It's, this is very similar to the Prior style where it comes up and straight in so there's no neck roll to choke you. Uh, the safety strap is, <clears throat> again, not like the JL Omen style where they have two big Velcro tabs on the sides and you have a strap that can get lost. Mine or like Prior where it's sewn into the sides and it's, it's easier to, to close with one hand and not get your hair caught in it. Um, the mesh is really strong. Uh, on the Sabre version, uh, the, the back trim on the back of the mask is going to be narrow enough that the mask should actually engage the mesh of the mask and not hang onto a smooth frame, because I've had mine ripped off, and it'll, it'll actually stay there. Um, my manufacturer is certain he can come out with an FIE level mask. If he does, uh, we'll talk about, about paying for homologation, but right now this mask is actually very good. It has a minimum number of rivets, because if you lose a rivet, you got to plug it, or else you have a, a uh, issue with a, a hole. Um, my guy also developed recent H.R. Newton material, and while he has not had it homologated, it's passed his test, I'm going to have him use that in the bib. Very nice, very nice. Now, I guess, second time, once we purchase all this new equipment... Are there any reoccurring malfunctions with weapons that you see happen on a constant basis that maybe there's a helpful hint that we can do to prevent from having these slight malfunctions? Yeah, all definitely. Um, we'll start with Epe. Uh, the most common problem in Epe 
is the contact screen going out. Uh, what will typically happen is you keep smashing the tip down while fencing, and the threads on the tip are not really that deep. So the spring has a tendency to snap or walk up the spring, and then you can't make contact, and you can't fire the light. So if you're there and you're sitting finding your sprint, you're not firing the light, chances are the contact spring is too short. You take, take the tip apart, you undo the screws, take it out, and what you do is you actually twist on the spring, but you pull slightly. And that way you'll, you'll, you'll pull it longer without deforming the spring over much. Then check, recheck, make sure it's going to pass shim, put a screw in, check it again, put the second screw in, check it one more time. Don't trust that just because it passes shim once, it won't pass when you <clears throat> have the whole thing put together. Um, same with the weight, same with the, with the, with the disc uh, shim. Um, another thing with, with foil. Uh, you have to remember how the foil circuit works. It's a closed circuit and the box is looking for a break. The box, while technically sophisticated, is very, very stupid. It doesn't know or care where the circuit break is. It could be the best tip, a broken wire, a loose barrel, a loose grip rattling around. Anywhere where there's a break in the circuit, it's going to fire the white light out. So if you take a beat and the white light goes, check make sure your stuff's tight. And typically it's the barrel, sometimes it's the grip. Um, if you're extending your arm and not taking a beat and the light goes off, it's probably the body cord. Where the body cord problems tend to be on the German types with a hard plastic body is right where the wire comes out of the of the plastic body gets a lot of flex and that's where you typically get wire break. For those of us who can't actually afford FIE weapons or have at least not all FIE weapons, are there any tips to have more longevity out of our non-FIE weapons? Well, aside from learning basic armor techniques which apply to every weapon regardless if they're FIE status or not, um, the biggest problem with, with non-FIE blades is they rust more, much more readily than, than FIE steel. Uh, don't toss your wet clothes on top of them. Uh, keep it in a, in a dry environment. If you have a, a double compartment bag, put the clothes in one side, the weapons in another. Uh, get a piece of PVC pipe, half-inch PVC, cut in a three-foot length. Get a little slip cap, goes on the end, protect the tip. And that's basically all you really need to protect the wire, protect the tip. Um, if you have, if you buy a, a sheath from me, they have a desk pack down the bottom to kind of help throw the rust in as well. If you see a little bit of rust, immediately polish it off. Because uh, rusting there will eventually eat into the metal, weaken the metal, and break it. Um, as far as the German tips, the major problem with them is the screws project out. Uh, the moment you see a tip getting smashed over, replace uh, the screw rather, um, replace that screw right away. If you don't, uh, you'll have a really hard time sometimes getting the screws out. I've had ones where I've had to take the tip off because I couldn't get the screw out to replace it. Excellent, excellent. Well, Mr. Signorelli, thank you very much for your time no and your effort, and I'm sure we'll be hearing from you some more in the future. Okay. Thank you. No problem.